I'm Luke Agassi, program host for Abide in Christ with Passages at Home, and you are listening to God at Work on Passages Voice. Hello, listeners, and welcome to God at Work, a four-part podcast where we are going to hear Passages alumni share how God has impacted their life. Our prayer is that hearing fellow alumni testimonies will encourage you to reflect on the Lord's faithfulness in your life, too. So today's guest is Alicia Hyslip. It's a crazy world out there, Alicia. How are you doing? Oh, that's a great question, and I think it's kind of really hard for all of us to answer that at the moment, but um, it's surprisingly peaceful, and it's surprisingly okay, because the Lord is good, and, um, you know, the every day of my life is kind of chaotic, and so this isn't really anything um, to worry me, but um, yeah, I'm doing okay, and I'm striving to do my best. Yeah, amen to that. God is faithful in all circumstances. If anything, it's taught me how to slow down and to kind of rest in him a little bit more than I would have thought uh, during the usual hustle and bustle of, of, the, of the old routines. Um, Alicia, let's go ahead and jump right in. I want to hear your story. Um, so let's start with your background. Uh, where are you from? Where do you attend school? All of those usual suspect questions that would love to get to know you in that way. So I was born and raised in Sugarland, Texas, which is just 15 minutes south of Houston. Um, and I'm currently attending Houston Baptist University. I'm a sophomore and I am studying psychology. Um, and I plan to be a Christian counselor in the future um, by getting my master's in biblical counseling. Um, what else? I... Oh, hmm. What's a what would you like to know? A fun fact, Um, I spent four years in France uh, with my family, which is actually a big part of my testimony. Um, So yeah, that's usually the fun fact I use. (laughs) Awesome. Well, I can't wait to dive into that part in a little bit. Mm -hmm. That's definitely something I'd love to ask you a little bit more about. Um, Just for alumni to hear, when did you come to Israel uh, with passages? So I was able to go this past December slash January. Uh, So the winter trip, and it was really great. Um, I liked it because it was cold. I'm uh, a dual citizen of the U.S. and Canada, and so um, cold weather is my nature. I see. And Houston is far from that, from what I hear? Yes, it is. Um, It's kind of like having two homes because Texas and Canada, my whole family lives in Canada, and so um, I go back and forth usually every year. So. Okay. Awesome. Well, uh, thanks for sharing that. And uh, glad you were able to come along with us to Israel this past winter. Um, Israel is so beautiful in the winter. Uh, for, for those of you who've gone with us in the summer, it's a little bit more brown, but in the winter, it's lush, it's green, it's kind of wet, and it's kind of cool, just like Alicia said. So Alicia, thanks for sharing all that. Um, let's go ahead and just dive right into your, to your story, your testimony to see kind of from the beginning how God has fashioned his story of salvation in your life. Um, Can you tell us your testimony starting from the very beginning? Let's just start there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So like a lot of us, I was born into a loving Christian home, um, but I was very independent from the start. And so I had a lot of freedom to 
make my own decisions and really discover God in my faith for myself. Um, it's been a really big blessing. Um, and so early on, I kind of wanted to understand what the faith meant to me. And um, it wasn't, there wasn't very much depth to it because I just thought of it as being a moral human being. I wanted to be a good person. I wanted to love people and be kind and be patient in the ways that God would. Mm-hmm. Um, but as a child, I went through a lot of trauma. And early on, God established um, a lot of compassion and empathy in me for people. Um, that has helped me through the years. Um, but just all throughout um young, middle, and high school, like I just tried to be a good person. I tried to love people. I tried to be um, just that friend that was there to listen. And after all of that, I still felt very empty. I was like, okay, God, what is missing? And it wasn't until college that I realized that um, I was missing a whole um, deep relationship with Christ. Um, I was doing all of these things out of my own free will um, and out of my own flesh and it was failing me and so um, when I came to college God gave me everything that I needed all the tools that I needed to be um, a firm follower of Christ he gave me friends that love the Lord he gave me professors that encouraged spiritual conversations um, and he gave me the Baptist student ministry community which has really helped me in my spiritual leadership and being able to impact others and so that was that all happened in my freshman year of college and come sophomore year, I was given the opportunity to go to, to Israel. And I was like, yes, of course I'll go. Um, you know, it seemed like an incredible opportunity and I was only 20 years old and um, it was affordable. And so of course I was like, let's go. And I did. And that was the moment that really kind of solidified where I was in my spiritual walk. And so yeah, Israel has definitely played a big part in my journey, and here I am now, um, doing my best to deal with the circumstances that we're in right now, and I'm still pursuing the Lord more than ever, because He definitely works through the challenging parts of life. Amen. Amen. Awesome. So you did mention that, uh, you know, as I was kind of getting to hear the initial background of your story, you said you you spent years in France, and you said that that was something that that will uh it was a big part of your uh, testimony um living in france can you talk about um what that was like living in france a little bit more uh, and how that intertwines with your testimony today so at age nine so fairly young i moved to france with my family for my mom's job and i spent four years there and as awesome as that sounds i was just at a point in my life where i was insecure. Um, I didn't know uh, really what my value was. I didn't have an established um, identity in Christ yet. And so it was very difficult for me to try to fit in and adjust and um, be adaptable. And so my time there at that time was not very great. Um, But it really taught me now that like now I give credit to God for making me more adaptable and making me um, more empathetic towards people who um, move across the world constantly. You know, I've only moved once. I've only lived in two places, but there are people who travel the world their whole life, moving from place to place. And I have a lot of respect for those people. And there's just a lot of growth. And even though it was not very great at the time, I'm still 
really grateful for that opportunity and I try to go back as often as I can because it is a beautiful country um, and I do really love the culture. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's interesting to hear you say that a little bit more. Um, it brings my mind just to hear of the struggles of physical transients uh, in the world, whether it's mm-hmm. moving a lot or being in a, in a completely different place in which you feel uncomfortable or even for many of us now, um, I feel like it's uh, this, this disruption of daily life uh, has also been something that, that focuses our attention on the transients of life. But um, you'd even talk about that brings to mind for me, Psalm 1, uh, where, where David essentially writes, blesses the man who, who delights in the law of the Lord and meditates on it day and night. This word of God that is unchanging and will never wither, never fade. Um, he continues to say, he's like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season and its leaf does not wither. In all that he does, he prospers uh, because he stays in the word of God, which never moves in spite of the the changing uh, of this world day to day and season to season. Um, you, you, You know, we chatted a little bit before we jumped on this call and you said that struggles with France and also something that you struggled with earlier on what was another um, kind of um, big event in your life. Can you tell our listeners what that was and how that also impacted your faith story? Yeah, so um, as part of my, I guess, childhood trauma or difficult things I experienced early on, um, at age seven, I was in a car accident um, and it was not great. And um, I was severely injured. And during the time I... I was okay. I adjusted well because I was a kid and kids are very resilient to trauma. But um, later in life, it really hit me that that was something that really impacted my life. And I went through a point of where I kind of questioned God because um, I was the only one severely injured in the vehicle of seven people. Um, Everybody else walked away with cuts and bruises. And I was like, why me? Like, why did I have to go through all of that? Um, but God really changed my mindset. He changed it, um, to where it was more compassionate. I was like, you know what? I'm okay. And I'm glad that I could take that burden away from everyone else that could have gotten hurt. Hmm. Um, and it just, it just reinforces the fact of knowing that God works through our pain and our suffering. And that is just the biggest message of my story. Um, yeah. Yeah. if you can, just for uh, a minute or so, can you just talk about kind of the when of how God has used that form of suffering in your life? Uh, when did it happen? Um, what was the moment in which, you know, he kind of enlightened you or, or made you aware of, hey, I'm using this for my glory. Uh, hey, I'm using this to, to grow and mature you. When did that happen and how? So all of the kind of hurtful events happened in my childhood um, early on before I could really understand what was happening to me. And it wasn't until in the last couple of years that I really understood that God was using that um, to grow me and to help me and to strengthen me. And so, you know, I've been going through the counseling process and really digging deep to what this has meant in my life and how it's affecting me and my emotions and my thoughts now. which is crazy because it just tells us that things stick with us. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of our responsibility to 
grow in our relationship with Christ so that he can heal us from within and he can take away the burdens that we've, we've just naturally carried with us. Yeah. Yeah. And just from hearing that, it sounds like um, you've begin, you've begun to experience a, a serious maturation process in your, mm-hmm. in, your uh, in your walk with Christ throughout your college years thus far um, by not only placing this trust in the person of Jesus, but also in the things that he's blessed us with, these opportunities to process through, to dig deep, just like you said, into um, either sin or, or trauma or hurt or things like that. You know, you mentioned resources like counseling, which is, and I, I heard you earlier, you, you said you want to be a Christian counselor in the future. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that probably plays a role too in, uh, in, in why you want to do that long term. Um, you know, let's focus a little bit on, on what you've been up to in college and, and that maturation process in these, in these last couple of years. Um, you mentioned you went to Israel with us this past winter. Uh, and when we chatted before, you said that that had a significant impact on your spiritual walk. Um, how did your time in Israel prepare you um, for days like these and for dealing with things in the past? So I give Israel a lot of credit um, for just the solid place of faith that I am in right now. Um, Before I went to Israel, you know, I had complete transformation through everything that God was providing me. And this was my opportunity to uh, really try to understand what that meant uh, realistically and how that could be played out in my life um, every day. And so, you know, I went and I really didn't have any expectations. Um, I just knew that God was going to move in some shape or form. And he did. Absolutely. And um, there are three ways that he really, really showed me um, that he was working in my life. And the first was that he showed me the importance of scripture. Um, I did not grow up reading scripture. Scripture uh, was not really a part of my everyday routine. And um, coming into college was where God was like, I'm going to establish what is important in your life. And seeing scripture from my own eyes in person in real time I was like wow like this is this story is something that I should be believing and reading and learning about Um, and so I came back and started to read through scripture Um, the second was that he showed me that I have huge potential as a spiritual leader Um, I was able to ask questions and give my thoughts and to answer questions on the trip and I even led a Devo on the last day Um, And then overall, it just really solidified my faith because I was baptized um, in the fifth grade and I didn't really know why I got baptized. I didn't really have an established relationship with God at that point. I was only 10. But the one thing I did go to Israel with was I want to get rebaptized because I know that God is moving in my life and I have been completely transformed. And so I was rededicated in the Jordan River and yeah, my life's been really, really good now. And, you know, this was only four months ago. I was in Israel four months ago. And um, it really solidified my faith to the point where I could come back and I could deal with difficult situations more easily because I have 100% trust in the God that is over these situations. Mm-hmm. And he's just been coming in great forms of peace and rest. And um, it's the greatest thing we could ever have in life. And God is the only one who can give us those things. Yeah. Amen. I love that. I love that, that experience for you, 
was something that kind of awakened within you this uh, realization that I can lead spiritually. I can lead others in their walks and relationships with the Lord. Uh, and I can be someone who helps build the church and the kingdom of God uh, through what I've experienced in, in learning scripture. And um, I just love, I love that. Uh, that makes me so, so happy. love that. Um, you just mentioned too, uh, you know, in light of spiritual leadership uh, on the trip in Israel with us, um, that you led a devotional. Um, on the last day of your trip, um, you kind of went up to the, to the front of your bus and you were charged by uh, your faculty member to, to share this devotional. Can you talk uh, a little bit about that experience, what that was like, and what did you talk about? Yeah, so I was very, very nervous. Um, I think the whole week God was really telling me to speak up. Um, I was really inspired by the other students who got up there and um, did their thing almost naturally. And I was like, I know I'm not capable of that, but um, God shows us exactly who we are. And so I was pushed to do so. And I wanted to speak over something that uh, was relevant on that day and was kind of relevant to all of our lives. And that is just the everyday anxieties and stressors of life. And so it was our last day and I knew we were all starting to think about what was waiting for us back at home. Mm. Um, you know, the, the conflicts and the issues that we left behind for 10 days, just things like that. And I wanted to encourage them to just really put that aside and embrace the last moments that Israel had for us. And so um, I read Philippians 4, 6, which says, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests request be made known to God. Yeah. And I think this is just something that is so present in our everyday lives because we as human beings tend to carry our baggage everywhere we go. We carry our emotional and um, just burdens with us and we often carry them into the moments that are supposed to be joyful and um, meaningful and it kind of prevents us from really grasping what God has for us and so um, this verse has been really huge in my life um, in the last little while ever since Israel because um, it reminded me that yes I'm a very anxious person mm -hmm. um, but I'm also taking the responsibility of praying of being very um, spending a lot of time in prayer and also about everything else being thankful because if you give god the power in your life to let you see the light in the darkness to see what you can be thankful for among all the chaos and pain like that's one of the greatest gifts um that he gives us and so i just wanted to encourage him with that and it was a really really good experience and i'm very glad that i did it yeah it not only grew you but the message you shared with others had an impact on them uh, in that moment. Uh, I, you know, you told me before that people came up to you even and, uh, and said that that was a, a good word um, from the Lord that really ministered to them. And um, I see parallels to how that can continue to minister to people even today. Uh, there's a lot of anxiety going around um, in our day to day currently and uh, Philippians 4, 6 rings just as true um, as it did on your last day in Israel uh, comparatively to today. To today. 
um, you know, knowing that um, don't be anxious, but just continue praying, continue seeking time to be in the Lord and his word. And, uh, you know, that doesn't mean struggle won't come, um, but that does mean that God will be with us every step of the way. He will never leave us nor forsake us. Um, that is so, so cool. Um, I love that. I, I just have a couple of, of questions uh, uh, for you, Alicia, before we conclude our conversation here. Just want to hear it. Um, just kind of point blank. Who is Jesus to you? Wow. Well, that's kind of a hard question um, because he's literally everything because mm. I think that Jesus takes whatever form through his spirit that we need in our life that day. You know, if I'm hurting and I'm struggling with anxiety or depression, like he's, he's the good counselor. He counsels me. Mm. Um, if I need someone just to listen and to understand my pain, he's a friend. Um, but personally, I've discovered that my favorite representation of Jesus is the light of the world. Um, I think deep down we're all drawn to goodness and Jesus came down to be an example um, and to be the light because it's a dark place. And the cool thing about light as a general concept is that it is always present. It is always present in some shape or form. Um, and so that just reminds me that God is present 24 seven and he's just making that impact in my life every day. I love that. That's so good. Jesus is the light of the world. Amen to that. Uh, as a final question, Alicia, just in addressing fellow Passages alumni uh, and, and listeners who will be listening to this podcast, is there anything that you would like to say from you to them uh, in this moment as we conclude our conversation? Well, first of all, thank you for taking some time out of your day to listen to this podcast. Um, it means a lot to me um, because I've been praying for moments like this to share my story and to hopefully inspire people and remind people that God is moving in their life um, and that they just have to pay attention to what he's doing. Yeah. Um, and just, I hope that God is coming in waves of peace and rest in this time because I know it is hard for all of us. And so I hope that you are clinging to God um, above everything else right now. Thank you to Alicia Heislip for sharing your testimony to you, our listeners, who've taken time to engage with us by participating in Abide in Christ, a program of Passages at Home. Catch us next week to hear more stories of God at work in the lives of Passages alumni across the country. And don't forget to continue to engage with us through more spiritual enrichment opportunities, including devotionals, lessons in leadership, and our Wednesday night virtual prayer session called Watch and Pray led by Jonah Rangel. You can opt in to receive more information on how to access these opportunities for Abide in Christ by visiting our online landing page at passagesisrael.org slash passages at home. We at Passages are praying for you. Till next time.